You're listening to Ignite Your Passion with me, Bonnie Lang. Christmas is one of my favorite holidays, and I love the traditions that go along with it. I bet you have traditions and don't even realize it. Maybe you and your family dress up in Christmas pajamas, or you spend time with the family going to look for that perfect tree, or maybe you decorate with a small tabletop tree. My friends around the world share their holiday traditions, and I can't wait till you hear them. There's great inspiration for wonderful ideas and making your holidays special. This is episode four of six episodes. Make sure you check out all the other episodes. They're incredible. In this episode, you'll hear Gloria from Alabama, Chuck from Japan, and Brent from Arkansas share their holiday traditions. I hope you enjoy. I'm Gloria Hester, and I'm from Alabama originally, and I'm the developer of Yogic Wisdom for Horse and Human and SEVA, which is Somatic Education for Vertebrate Animals. And I'm thrilled to talk with you, Bonnie, about my holiday traditions and what I love. One of my favorites is to go, because I'm in the South, I like to gather uh, magnolia branches. So wherever you are in the world, you can do your version of this. In the South, I would get some really pretty magnolia branches with the leaves, and they're, you know, that nice glossy green. And then just go to some holly bushes and get those red berries that are so vibrant. And then some pine, of course, like the pine sprigs. And just place those all together in little bundles. So it's not like a wreath shape, but I don't know what you call that. But it's just sort of a long branch where you put them all together. Okay, kind of like a swag. Mm-hmm, a swag, thank you. Okay. So awesome. I would use those either over doorways or on mantles or on tables. And it just brings in a lot of, you know, that natural greenery. But it's in my region. So that is one of my favorite. I've done that since I was a little girl. I would just go out and gather and use that. So that's one of my favorites. And another one of my favorites is some years I would make gluten-free homemade gingerbread men. I just love to do that. And, you know, they, because of the spices that are in those, they're just really fragrant and they keep beautifully and they're, they're just pretty and they're fun, you know, and then the other one that came to mind that I wanted to share with you, because I am so, you know, wanting to keep, like you said, whole foods, just wanting to keep things truly, really natural. I have always gotten the fresh cranberries. I would boil those and I would use some fresh orange juice and just a little bit of fresh lemon juice and just cook them until they're soft. So the berries will kind of pop open and then you know, that's how you know they're done. It's usually about 15 minutes. You just boil them in some water, about a cup of water. And usually the cranberries come in a little 12 ounce bag. So it's like a little bag of cranberries, a cup of water, and just maybe like a quarter cup of orange juice and just a couple of tablespoons of lemon juice. So it's really tart, um, but you boil all that together. And then if your lemon is organic, you can do a zest. You know, you can save the, the rind, uh, zest it but just keep that to the side. And then I love raw honey. So if you have any access to local honey that's raw, I love to have a, you know, a raw honey to sweeten it with. So you don't want to heat the honey. You're just going to cook the berries and the juice. And then um, when you, when you take it off the heat and just let it cool, you can think of it like if it wouldn't burn your wrist, you know, or you can put your finger in there and it doesn't burn your finger that's when you know it's cooled down enough that you can just add the honey. So it's still warm, but it doesn't, it doesn't kill the enzymes in the honey. Okay. And that makes, you know, a really nice amount of sweetened cranberry sauce. So you don't have all the, 
like yeah oh wow so it's cranberry sauce I was mm-hmm. thinking maybe it was a drink but yeah I think there's like a some people might add like a triple sec to that when they cook it of course it cooks the alcohol out but if you didn't want to do orange juice and lemon juice you could do you could absolutely do that just use a little triple sec to you know and cook that in it so interesting that sounds fabulous we're big cranberry sauce fans you know and we like the whole cranberries so (laughs) yeah I do too I think you'd love that and it's great like you can use it over you know other things you can use it as a kind of a spread or um like if you eat ice cream you can put it on top of ice cream (laughs) (laughs) yeah but those are some of my you know I just I think I like being in the experience of create of the creation of it those are some of my favorite traditions that I like to do either with people I love or even just by myself. I'm just really happy when I'm doing that. And yeah, those are, you know, just these little moments that really, those are some of my favorite things to do. They're amazing. Well, and it's such a magical time of year, you know, Mm -hmm. starting from Thanksgiving to Christmas, it just, I don't know, the lights and people, it's just magical Mm -hmm. but then there's the other side of it too where there's like the rush and it's like "Ah, I want to stay away from that (laughs) you know I think it is like that rush part of it you know because well the most people are have been in a culture where we're so heavily advertised to that everything is kind of outside of us rather than you know that creative part of us so that inner creative part and the one of the ways that we slow down that does help a certain part of our brain is to literally like chop things and wash things. And it puts us in a different part of our nervous system, a different part of our brain when we're doing things like that. So like when you're zesting that lemon. So when we're doing things like that, we're not contributing to that, that hustle bustle part. Yeah. That everyone, you know, kind of comes into together and you can feel it. It's pretty powerful when you're, you know, in that traffic or. Yeah. You know, in that store, it's absolutely, you know, it's palpable for sure. But I think being able to say, let's have experiences instead of, instead of, you know, going out to kind of try to find these things that are already created for us. Right. right. So it could be like the slowing down part, you know, and I don't know how to sew, like I can sew a button on, but I'm not <laughs> like, I don't know how to, you know, I can like stitch something together, that kind of thing. That's another thing that people could do together as a tradition, rather than like saying, okay, we're going to you know, shop for the perfect decorations. If you said, you know, if you had children, you're going to make your own stockings. So yeah, you're going to get the fabric and the thread and stuff, but you know, you could draw your own patterns. It's just things to get in that part of your brain that does help you to really, those are where the true memories are made. Like the fact that I know how to darn something, like if something gets a hole, I know how to darn it. My yeah. great grandmother taught me how to do that. So anytime I like replace a button or darn, you know, if there's something that I wanted to darn like that, I always think of her. And it's that always because she spent time to teach me to do that. And those are the things, those are really what we have, you know. So she really was like, as far as me growing up, I had her in my life until I was 11. And um, she actually did pass away, unfortunately, right at Christmas in a car accident. So it really could have, for many years, you know, it was really hard because our presents were under the tree for her, her presents were under the tree for us. And it was 
her funeral is very close to Christmas. What it does now, because it's been so many years, all it does now is make me think of her and love her and understand like how much love she had for me, how much love I had for her, how much she loved Christmas. And so I feel like when you mentioned the lots earlier, you know, when we're in that season, even for those who don't celebrate Christmas, when you're in that season of winter and there's not a lot of light, the reason we love those lots is because the tradition like humans throughout history would hold this light at that time of year, you know, cause it's like the darkest, you know, time of light wise. So there's really beautiful things you can do, you know, with lots and things like that. And there's a, we're, it's wired into us to want to see that at that time of year. And I was thinking before our call today about my great grandmother and how much she loved Christmas and how she really influenced me. We were just very similar. And I feel like she, that is still alive in my heart, even though she's not here, it's very, you know, in the physical, she's not here in the physical, but it's very, I feel, I was thinking about that word light because that's what we all are at our, like our true essence or maybe most of us, maybe not everyone. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know, but it's like, if that's what you are at your core, it's natural that we would hold that, especially right now in our hearts, because that day, the day after what December 25th is the, we start, the light starts to get longer and longer again, every single day. It's literally, it's a very significant time spiritually. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that with us. It is one of my favorite times. I love it. And I do, I have to admit, I'd love to dork out on Christmas music. I just do. <laughs> like I'm one of those people that will drive you crazy with the Christmas music. <laughs> I have to admit, I've already put up my Christmas tree. I was ready to do it near Halloween. I'm sorry, but yes, that's true. But I didn't. <laughs> but I did put up my Christmas tree already and did my decorations and I love it. I do too. When you told me that you were doing this series of, you know, Christmas traditions, I felt really so excited about that because I love to share. There's, there's a new, there's a tradition I learned about last year. It's not a new tradition, but last year was the first year I did it. Um, It's called the 13 Holy Nights. And I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but you can find different people who share things about that, about the 13 Holy Nights. And so think they see each night as a representative of a particular month of the coming year. It's really nice. It's, it's basically, to me, it was a little bit like, uh, you know, some journaling, awareness and intention about each day leading up to Christmas and up through, I think, through New Year's. But yeah, you can find it. I was going to look it up before our call, but if maybe those who are listening who want to find it, I want to in the future do something on the 13 Holy Nights because it, I think it's a really nice thing to spend time with yourself and think about, you know, what, what you want to, who you want to be, who you are, what you want to do in the world. And the 13 Holy Nights feels like a good opportunity to do that because you're, you're looking at each month of the coming year Mm -hmm. and just setting aside some space to do that. So. Oh, I love that. We'll definitely have to look into that. I will definitely. Yes. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I have to ask, what is, what, what is your favorite tradition? My new favorite tradition is, so since my spouse is from England, he mm-hmm. does. So like when we cook, we do like parsnips and we do Brussels sprouts, but that's not my favorite. <laughs> 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 but 
but we also do this thing called Christmas crackers and it's basically uh -huh. like a party popper and two people pull on each end and it has a hat inside of it that you wear all night long mm -hmm. and then it's got you know some kind of party favor and then it also comes with another game like last year what we did was it came with like we had 10 12 people and it came with these little whistles and then it came with like a conductor sheet so one person would conduct us on the whistles like we had one number one <laughs> two three and so number one would play number two would play and we would play Christmas songs oh God, fun. and it was so much fun and it was so funny and yeah yeah so we've been doing that every year it's just different things that come along mm -hmm. with the Christmas poppers mm -hmm. and that that's my favorite I love that you know years ago I, I had a, a lot of fun uh, in Europe spending some a Christmas with some some Brits and we played that and I had forgotten about that but you're right it is a blast <laughs> and it is a lot of fun so maybe that can become a more of a tradition it's really like it's very uh I don't know it's just so inviting so warming and just mm -hmm. you know everybody's happy doing it it's fun yeah so it's fun. yeah you know I just learned that when we hear when we all hear a story together we're experiencing something together our heart rhythms take our hearts take on the same rhythm I knew that our breath rate did I never thought about our hearts taking on a rhythm so I can imagine when you were all together at the table playing that that was probably creating that for you as well and it's actually what builds our psionic connection to each other is when we're breathing in sync and when we're our hearts are in sync together. And that's one thing that they've seen, you know, with the horses too, is that the horses bring out their, you know, they actually help people in so many ways between, I think of it between our heart and our head and how, you know, I've always said horses appreciate congruency in people. They just want you to be honest. They don't care what the thing is. They just want you to be honest, right? It feels good because when somebody's being honest, it just feels safe. You know, that yeah. um, it's just, it's, a, it's more like, it's just very congruent. So they really appreciate that. And I was just thinking about when we do things together like that, whether it's, we're all sharing in an experience, our hearts and our, everything sinks. And we're meant to be that way. I think about animals in the wild, like birds that, you know, they all fly together and they have, they're super organized when they fly and yeah. they can just turn on a dime and, you know, they're always just beautifully yeah. synchronized and horses in the wild and herds, when you watch them run, it's the same thing, you know, they're shoulder to shoulder and they can just turn on a dime and they're so synchronized. And I think that, I don't know what with humans, like why that, what happened you know, if we've never been quite as developed as the, <laughs> I don't know, but I think the potential is there, you know, for that kind of beauty to happen. So. Oh, I love that. I've never looked at it that way. Mm -hmm. So beautiful. So beautiful. And you are such a special, beautiful person. And thank you again so much for being on this I, I love being part of this. Thank you so much for doing it. I can't wait to hear everybody's traditions. I think it's going to be so fun. It's a beautiful, wonderful, like just heart light. My heart lit up. Merry Christmas, everybody, and Happy New Year. Hi, everyone. Nice to meet you. My name is Chuck Johnson. So I, I wish I'd worn Christmas gear myself. So, cause you know, I could have, you know, I could have worn like a red shirt and a green hat or something. And I'm sorry that I didn't, I just, I just wore normal everyday stuff. <laughs> but anyway, 
Yeah, um, so I'm based in Tokyo, Japan, and I run two businesses. One is called Quiet Flame Productions. We do film production, and also it's also an actor's training studio where I train people in martial arts and stunt work and acting and basically things to increase their physicality as actors. The other thing I do is I run a business called Strong Body Japan that's functional fitness training for increasing functionality of muscle with a specialization on back and core. And in particular, helping people either treat or overcome lower back injuries. Lower back injuries are kind of my specialist or my specialty. Gotcha. Moving on to Christmas traditions in Japan. Yes. One of the things that makes Christmas traditions in Japan so interesting is the fact that because Japan isn't actually a Christian country, for them, Christmas has a very different meaning than it does for us. And for Japanese people, Christmas is a romantic thing. So Christmas is actually, New Year's is considered the family day. That's the day that you spend with family where everybody is home and, and you do all the family stuff on New Year's. For Japanese people, Christmas is actually a couple's day. It's a couple's date day. Especially because nobody, because it's not a family holiday, nothing is closed on Christmas. So for as long as I've ever worked on Japanese, worked for Japanese companies, they always expect you to work on Christmas. And for me, I'm just like, no, we can't do that. There's no way. No, I'm not going to work on Christmas. I refuse. I refuse to work on Christmas. So Americans are always... Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah, right. Americans are always like, no, I'm not going to work on Christmas. There's no way. It's Christmas. Yeah. But for Japanese people, it's like, man, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a couple's thing. There's no reason to have work off. One, everybody works on Christmas here. And the people that do have it off, it's a couple's thing. And the weirdest thing for me is that the usual thing you do as a couple is you go to KFC. Oh my God. Are you kidding? And I don't know where this <laughs> came from. But you take your boyfriend or your girlfriend to KFC on Christmas. And that's like, it's just a thing. You go out on a date and then you go to KFC, which isn't exactly like the best date place in the world to me. No. You know what I mean? Like, you think like I don't know, Italian restaurant. <laughs> Maybe something a little bit upscale, but no. Yeah. <laughs> Fried <KFC>. chicken. <laughs> You're yeah. licking your fingers. and <laughs> Exactly. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. So that's what that, that's what young people go out on a date at KFC on Christmas in Japan. So that's how Christmas is in Japan. Oh, that's really cool. <laughs> it's very different, yeah. Yeah, well, thank you for sharing. Oh, you're very welcome. Um, they do, they love holiday lights though. So leading up to Christmas and then even after Christmas, there's all these, it's called Christmas illumination. So they make these huge areas of just, you know, Christmas lights everywhere. Oh, beautiful. Right. And then it's kind of a thing where people will like pay money to walk through this area filled with Christmas lights. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. And they'll do that in a lot of big public places. They'll have these Christmas illumination shows, but nobody puts like lights on their house, you know? Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of Christmas in Japan. And that's really cool. That's that's really cool. So KFC, all right. Yes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> KFC with your bow is the thing. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing with us. Are there any other traditions that like during the holidays, anything else you can think of or? Um, yeah, like I said, New Year's for Japanese people. New Year's is just like our Christmas. Then everything closed. Everybody stays home. 
they have special foods that they eat on New Year's. I think it's called Osechi. And it's just, um, it's, they only eat it on New Year's. And it's kind of like a box with, with certain kinds of fish and, and certain kinds of seafood in it that they only eat on New Year's. Okay. Um, but yeah, other than that, yeah, that's kind of the big ones. New Year's is like Christmas and then Christmas gotcha. is just a couple's day. So do you all exchange gifts on New Year's Day or there's not that type of thing? Usually there isn't that type of thing, but there is a thing of people, they, they give money to, to kids. Oh, okay. Like everyone gives a little envelope with cash in it to people that are younger than them. Oh, interesting. So the kids love New Year's then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> usually it's never a gift. It's always just cash. And you get it in these little tiny envelopes that's like this big. So the kids just collect all these little envelopes with cash in it, right? So I know that Christmas isn't all about giving gifts, but do you miss that? Do you miss that part of Christmas then? So oh, yeah. you re-celebrate it. And then now, how long have you been in Japan? I've been in Japan for 20 years. Oh, wow. But almost without fail, I always go home at Christmas time. Oh, <laughs> Just because I'm just, I'm not going to work on Christmas day. <laughs> There's just no way. I just refuse. So, and that's um, a tradition that I guess, you know, like with us, you know, it is all about, I have to be honest. I do like just exchanging just that one little gift. It could be nothing in a box, but just unwrapping a, a present. I just love that. And then just being able to spend time you know with the family but like you do on new year's but then just you know watching like do you ever watch any of the like the christmas story or yeah or yeah but like i said i i always go home at christmas so i get like i get my full christmas and then usually we're there from christmas through new year's and then i come back with my family to japan sometime in january is our usual grind so but yeah, I mean, you see Christmas movies out and around on television and things like that, too. For, you know, for most Japanese people, Christmas isn't so big of a deal. Gotcha. I see. Interesting. Yeah. KFC. KFC. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Halloween. Did y'all, do y'all celebrate Halloween? Oh, yeah. They love Halloween out here. Yeah. Did they you do it? it? That was last night then, right? For y'all? Yeah. Yeah. So, but again, it's Halloween. It's, it's a party day. Yeah. So you don't, I mean, you see little, little kid events a little bit, but you don't see trick or treating so much, but you just see like massive Halloween parties and like Halloween raves. And in general, Japanese people love costumes. They just oh. love costumes and any excuse to put on a costume. So, yeah. That's so awesome. you see a, a lot of, of huge, like crazy Halloween parties. So and that, that's about it. some things for kids, but not, not as much. Well, thank you again so much for sharing your time with us. Oh, you're very welcome. Hey, my name is Brent Baxter. I'm a songwriter. I'm originally from Arkansas and our Christmas traditions, the ones I can think of offhand anyway, are the Friday after Thanksgiving. That's when we bring out all the Christmas boxes. We put on Christmas music. We'll watch Elf or Home Alone, one of those about, that my wife loves. and I love them too. But we'll do that. We'll have pizza. And then we, we decorate for, uh, for Christmas. So that's one of our ones that we do every year. 
Uh, let's see. The other thing I like to do personally, this is one of my personal traditions is I often, uh, it, it's definitely a tradition goes back years is I disappoint my wife with subpar gifts because I believe her <laughs> when she says, Hey, money's tight this year. So really I don't need anything. I just don't get me anything. I really don't need anything. Uh, no. And I believe her. No. <laughs> I don't believe her anymore. That tradition ends this year uh, because what I'll do is I'll believe her and then Christmas morning comes and it's awkward. So, because I'm not the gift giver. I don't know if you've heard of the love languages, the five love languages. I'm Gift giving is not my thing. It's not how I uh, speak love. It's not how I receive love. I enjoy gifts, but that's not like my natural bent. So when she says, oh, don't get me anything, you know, just whatever. I'm like, it makes sense to me. So that's my tradition that I'm trying to break this year. So is disappointing my wife with subpar gifts. I no longer yeah. believe her. I just assume she's lying. Although this <laughs> year she it. said, no, really, yeah. really, really this year. No, really. No, really, 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 really like, still <laughs> doesn't really mean really. I'm like, yeah, that's sweet, honey. Uh-huh. So no, did she give you a gift? Uh, she'll get me some, yeah. Because yeah. that's more of her love language. No. And then I'm like, what? I thought we, oh, dang. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> then, thank you. then my New Year's resolution is not to believe her anymore. And then I break my New Year's resolution. The very next <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule um, just to share your traditions with us. Hey, my pleasure. Thanks for having me on. I love hearing all of these traditions. Make sure you stick around. There's more episodes. Make sure you look back at the previous ones and there's a couple more coming. Feel free to share this with your family and friends. If you have any topics that you want to discuss or you are doing what you love, I'd love to hear from you. Please email bonnie at bonnielang.com or send me a direct message on Instagram at bonnielang. Peace, love, happiness, and hugs to you. And don't forget to subscribe. Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.